I'm AC Brown, and you're listening to Is My Aura On Straight, a podcast designed to help you start living from your core instead of your conditioning. Each week, we'll discuss topics ranging from human design, astrology, metaphysics, spiritual self-development, and everything in between. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. I am your host, A.C. Brown. I am your spiritual doula, intuitive strategist, psychic channel, and human design expert. And I'm also an entrepreneur. And thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Is My Aura On Straight? As you can see from the title, this is a Help My Aura Q&A. I got a whole bunch of questions a while ago, and I wanted to go through them. And this is just part one. There'll probably either be two or three parts of it. I want to try and get to not necessarily all the questions, but um, enough questions that I think will help out everyone. So I don't know the people's names. I'm not saying their names or anything like that. I've just labeled them as like person one, person two. Um, And I have their questions, but I think that they're really interesting and that they can help out everyone. Um, I hope you guys are having a good um, day whenever you're listening to this Um, the podcast I know has not been (laughs) as consistent as you like. I am, my voice has been, oh my gosh, I can't even like explain, um, where I'm at now in the DC area. My voice has just been going through like the motions with the weather. Like today it was low key, like a spring, like summer day. And then like last week it was freezing cold And so that affects my voice a lot. And so I don't want to come on here sounding like either, you know, like I just woke up or (laughs) like that you can't hear me because I'm noticing that as I'm using my voice more often. And if you follow me on Instagram, um, I lose my voice very frequently. Um, And I talked about that on the last one of the last podcasts um, about the whole um, big leap book and how this can be you know sort of you know attributed to probably up a, a limit problem um and I'm trying to manage that and also my allergies so um because I, I do have a goal before December 31st of a, a certain number of podcasts to hit I'm not sharing that goal until I actually get to that goal so I am going to still pump these things out um, so going forward after this podcast, I'm going to be more consistent because I have to reach my goal. If I do not reach my goal before December 31st, I'm going to be super pissed with myself because um, I started this journey. Um, like I said, if you've listened to this podcast, this is my third podcast that I've ever had. And so third time's a charm. You guys love it. Um, the downloads are great. I get so much feedback from this. So As I said before, I'm going to be switching up with human design stuff, some astrology things, and just some spiritual self-development stuff. And usually what I'll probably do is if you can't make the Sunday sessions, because I haven't like really figured that out yet of what I'm going to be doing with the Sunday sessions. Um, For the last two Sunday sessions, I wasn't able to save it to my phone, which is really weird. Um, Like Instagram won't let, like, I don't know if it's, I cleared out like a lot of data on my iPhone and then it just won't save. So I don't know if I'm going to upload it to YouTube or 
Um, I'm not really sure, but what I'll probably do is I'll probably infuse the same lesson that I talk about on the Sunday sessions. If you cannot make the Sunday sessions and if you're like, what is the Sunday sessions on Sunday on Instagram live at 1:30 PM Eastern standard time, I come on and talk about a message that I've downloaded from my guides. Um, and it's usually spiritual self-development one, um, Sunday I did readings for everyone uh, which was really fun um and we just talk about um a certain spiritual self-development kind of topic and then I do a Q&A and then that's it um but the people who don't attend if they don't even watch the 24-hour replay they don't know about it so um I'll try and probably talk and expand on the topic um on you know is my or on straight because some of the content and the information is really really important um, and people have given me feedback, especially um, the insecurity of growth was a Sunday session topic. And a lot of people wrote me about that particular episode and they did not attend the Sunday session. So I'll probably do that. So I'll be infusing that because I have to reach my goal. When you when you hear my goal and you'll see, I'm going to announce it like, oh, my God, I hit my goal. <laughs> so, um yeah, so let's get into today's episode. And like I said, this is going to be a Q&A. This is, I picked questions that were, um, I don't, they're random. And I don't know what these people's aura types were until I actually pulled their charts. I'm going to put that link back up because I'm probably going to infuse um, a help my aura question on each podcast um, because I think it's really important because some people have the same stuff. So let's get started with the first question from person number one. I don't know their um, name or anything. I'm not even going to say their birth date because I think that's kind of rude. Um, but if you've filled this out, you probably know who it is because, you know, you're type and all of that. So the first question is, what's next when you're deep in a self-knowledge journey? and have a sense of your gifts, but the right container and community isn't in your line of sight? This is a great question. And this person is a reflector. And this particular individual, um, if you don't know anything about reflectors, because sometimes you guys, and I've done the same when I was learning about human design, I just worried about myself. Um, reflectors have all open centers. They do not have any channels um in their chart and they have just all open centers and just hanging gates that is it so this person asks you know what's next when you're deep in self-development especially when you don't have the right container or community um in your line of sight to i'm sure support um and based off this person's chart this person is a one three reflector so there's going to be a lot of um trial and error there um there's going to be a lot of uncertainty, not just because of their profile, but because this person is a reflector. And being a reflector, you have so much openness. You really, and I hate to say that you don't have an identity, but when you're on a self-development journey as a reflector, it is a lot more challenging than the rest of us because they feel so much. And considering this person does not have the right community ar around them that is even worse because for reflectors the main thing and you've heard me talk about this in the reflector podcast 
um, the Reflector, Reflector specific podcast. Reflectors really need the right place to live and the right place to work. That needs to be their baseline. They need to have that in order for them to really be successful in anything. Um, and that is because they, the way that their energy is set up, because they feel so much, they need to be in the right environment to make sure that they are going to get the support and everything that they need um, as they are trying to figure out life. And I always say that reflectors, they make the best employees because when they love their place to work, they are like the employee mascot. And so for this person, I'm suppose that they are really struggling um, because they don't have the right container or community. Um, and so what I will say to you, if you're listening or to anybody who's this question is posing, you know, this is a question for you. If you're a reflector or if you just have a lot of open centers is that you're going to have to figure out a way to try a couple of places until you find your right fit. Um, I'm not saying just pick up and go. If you can do that, that's great. Um, but I would say look in your community where you are at, where you are located, whatever city, state you are currently at and start looking for different places that can fill your spirit up, that can help you expand your gifts, that you can get the right support. Look to meetup.com. I used to, when I was in New York, when I um, was in my 20s, early 20s, I used to go, like, I used to be like a meetup.com, like, freak. I met so many great people um, because I'm an only child. So I am... I, and, and out of my family, I'm the only um, grandchild that doesn't have a brother or sister. So I always had to like kind of find myself and get to know who I was on my own. And so I can relate to that, especially for this person being a reflector and also having a undefined G center. Your G center is your self identity center. And when it's open, all my open G's say, hey, um, I'm an open G. Um having an open G, you are susceptible to, I don't want to say being lost, but always in a search for who you are, what you are, who you stand for, all of that stuff. And when you don't have the right support, especially this person being a reflector, it's going to be really hard. So I would say start searching for your community where you're at, because that would help you a lot. Um, that would really help you. And because you have um, some particular gates, you're going to want to really um, find out. Um, you're, it's going to be easier for you to figure out the right places. That's what I mean. So because you have a open emotional solar plex, you're probably an empath. So you feel a lot. So you can use that to really... Uh, make sure that you're in the right space. And then you have gate 44. Gate 44 is um, the patterns gate, which is like clear olfactant, clear smelling. Um, so that also makes you really keen to environments and the way things smell and the energy. So use those tools that you have to figure out some right places where you are right now if you cannot move. And look for unconventional jobs. Um, don't necessarily, you don't have to have a nine to five or a career. If you like working at Starbucks and it lights you up, work at Starbucks, um, find places that you enjoy working. Cause I will tell you this, 
the universe will make a way for you to be okay if you are happy and you are enjoying what you're doing. So just remember that. So I hope that helps person number one. (laughs) So person number two, let's get to them. They're a pure generator. Yay. Love pure generators. And person number two's question is, I just completely uprooted my comfortable and successful life because I truly felt I was on the wrong path. I quit my career, moved cities, and have started a couple side projects, but I thought I would know what I'm meant to do by now. I just learned um, my north, what my north node is. What else can I do to embrace the work in order to change my life and get on the right path? Well, well, well. <laughs> so um, person number two, who's a generator, um, and they this person's chart, they have a lot of definition. So there's not a lot of openness except for in their, um, they have an open emotional solar plex and an emotion and, and an open ego center. But the great thing that this person has is a defined throat center and they are a generator. That is another rarity. Um, so they are a generator unicorn, as I'd like to say, projector unicorns. So because you quit your career, because you've moved cities, you've already taken those steps and signs. And then you already have a couple of side projects going on. Um, and the problem is, and it's not necessarily a problem, generators have to really understand that they won't know that something is right for them until they are in it. And because this person also has a sacral inner authority, they really have to pay attention to how they feel when they're responding to things. But because they are a um, a defined, um, they have a defined throat, they have a little bit more power in acting and doing and speaking things into existence. Um, and because the way their chart is, they need to be very specific about what they want in their life. Um, so the, per, you know, if you're listening to this, um, because you're, you are fairly young, that's the great thing. Um, you're only 30 years old. Um, you really can, and I don't know what your situation is and where you moved, if you move with people by yourself, but you really can sort of, um, try and start over and here's a here's a also another tidbit for generators now this person said I quit my career so they've already had a career and this is a key thing for generators for pure generators people who are pure generators this person's only 30 they had a career already because generators always complain to me oh why do I have to master something it's going to take me so long to master something this person literally has already had a career and they're 30 So mastery is relative. Mastery can be three years. Mastery can be five years. Depending on when this person graduated from college, they might have graduated at 22. They've had a good, you know, eight years of mastering something and they're ready to move on. You can do that as a generator. However, you will not know until, you won't know that you are, that something is good for you until you do it until you're in it but because this person has a defined throat I would also tell them to you know definitely speak those things into existence to you know 
look for signs. Ask the universe to send you signs, send you clues. That's really important for my generators. If you ask and if you're in alignment and clear on what you want to do, then that will show up. For this particular person, she's, you know, he or she, I'm not sure if I don't remember, um, was just saying, you know, I thought I would know what I would be, what I would be meant to do right now. I thought I knew what I be, I'm meant to do by now. Sometimes it doesn't happen like that. So for pure generators, you definitely need to ask the universe for more signs, ask the universe for more things to show up in your existence for you to follow those little breadcrumbs to get you to your goals, get you to your destiny, help you find your purpose. So I hope that helps person number two, but you have a really great chart. Um, you have one of my favorite gates, black, um, gate 55, you're, you're going to be just fine. <laughs> um, any of my friends who, um, were like human design, J- gate 55, um, is the, it's the abundance gate, but it's the love of the spirit. It is one of those gates where people who have it black, who have it conscious, it is, they're literally like, it's, it's, they're like, I can't even, I can't even express it's like they always know that the universe has their back. So with this person having gate 55 consciously, they're going to be fine. Like this person's going to be fine. Um, as long as they keep that, their mind clear and their know they know what they want. Um, this person's chart is pretty amazing in itself. They have all three dreaming gates, which is like freaking amazing. So they are, they're go getter. They have a big vision for themselves. Um, I mean, this person's chart is really, really good um, for a generator, to be honest with you, for a generator, they have a really good chart. So um, I would say just try and go with the flow. Your life is not over. It's okay that you don't know what you want to do. You're 30 years old. Relax. <laughs> like that's, that's what I say. Relax. Relax. Um, and just, you know, fall into life and fall into your career, your next career, because you left a career. So fall into the next one and just, you know, enjoy the process right now. So that's person number two. So next person number three and person number three is a projector. I randomly picked a lot of projectors, but I think that was just because projectors probably ask more questions anyway. Um, that's just natural for us to always want to know why and about life. Um, so this person, number three, is a projector and they ask, how can I find my life's purpose, career, love? Okay, that is a lot of, of questions, but... Um, because of this person's age, I'm going to, you know, this person's 23 and I'm not downplaying your age, um, but you have a lot to let happen to you. Um, and I say that with the utmost respect. Um, your chart is very open. So not only are you projector, projectors um, who have open G centers um, really um I don't want to say struggle, but have a very hard time figuring out life. But we always want to know um, what life has in store for us. I'm an open G. And but like I always tell you guys, I really honestly feel deep in my heart that projectors are the old souls of the auras of the auras. We've been here before. So that's why at a young age, you meet 
projectors who are so knowledgeable or um, a friend of mine's daughter, she picks up energy of other people very, very easily. Um, and she'll like, she doesn't want certain people to hold her and, you know, all of that stuff because projectors just have that way about them. I, like I said, we've been here before. So there's a, there's a la layer of um, newness that is kind of like, it's kind of, we're like over it almost <laughs> at a certain age. So you being 23 and being a projector with an open G center, you're going to be asking these questions at this time. But as a projector with an open G who's in her thirties, you got to relax. And I say that with your, I can't express, and this is a little bit challenging for me telling you that because looking at your chart, you have the entire ambition channel. You also have um, what I like to call, you know, the sugar daddy gate. Um, you have a gate that is about um, abundance and prosperity. And then you have a whole ambition channel. Then you also have another gate that is about you accumulating money on certain. So you want to get things going. You want to get the party started. And so, but being 23, but between now you being 23 well you're not 23 yet you're going to be 23 based on your birthday you're not even 23 yet so you're 22 um you're going to be 23 between 23 and 26 shit can change really really quickly I mean next year can be totally different so when you ask you know how can I find my life's purpose my career my love don't find it. Let it find you. If I could tell my young projector self, um, I would say the pings that I got about doing certain things, um, I probably would have stuck with them because I would have been really good at them because I was so passionate at the time. So follow your passion. What lights you up? What makes you happy? Um, what, what brings you joy? What can you do for hours and hours and hours without noticing go that route. And I would say that for anyone. Um, I think that as we get older and, you know, person three, you're in a really great position wherever you are, wherever, whether you have children or not, whether you take care of yourself or not, you have room to make mistakes. Um, and I think that we all f fail to realize that we still have room to make mistakes. Um, yes, there's your stakes might be higher if you are, have children or if you're married or things like that or if you do have these you know lofty careers but we have room to make mistakes um we have to figure out what makes us happy um people always say oh it's too late for me or you know sometimes I get into those patterns but it's never too late you're never too old um things can literally change in six months your whole life can be different by doing little things but I know this for sure following your passion or following the things that makes you happy um can really make a difference in your life um you, you'd be surprised how the universe will align things and I put that quote out there the, you know the universe responds to a made-up mind so if you are, you know, planning on being this particular person and that's where your passion is, just do that. Don't worry about what other people are saying, what's going to happen. And, you know, you being 22, um, person three, 
you have your whole life ahead of you um and you can literally fuck up like you know so if you want to move to you know LA and give it a go at acting go on and do it you know you know if you don't have anything tying you down if you want to join a circus go on and do I don't even there's not even a circus to join now I think well no the soul circus yeah that's well you know if you you know what I'm saying um so don't um try and find your purpose try and find your career let it let it find you just but as a projector just show up and be happy be the life of the party of your own party whatever that means to you but you're going to be okay you're going to be fine I, I, I can say that you will be fine so that's person number three um so I hope that helps you person number three the next question is another projector I really did not on purpose do this but I just picked really good questions so yeah I picked really good questions so the next person is a projector again and they asked they asked um I've always had a shadow around money and I have been doing a ton of work around it I'm in my mid-20s and getting to the point where I know a traditional job isn't for me, but not having a steady paycheck slash benefits scares me. Well, scares the shit out of me. What parts of my chart will help me with manifesting money and build the life that I'm looking for? Well, for you, the way your chart is set up, for one, being a man of being and when it comes to manifesting, um, you're a non non-specific manifester, so you can't be specific, which sucks because I'm a specific manifester. I don't know what that looks like. So, pretty much what that means is, um, it like for me, if I wanted sixteen hundred and fifty dollars, I need to ask for sixteen hundred and fifty dollars and eighty three cents, and like like meditate on that. For you, if you needed sixteen hundred dollars, you can be like, oh. You know, I would like sixteen hundred dollars or seventeen hundred dollars, you know, something around there. So you can be a little bit more vague with your manifestations. But as far as money is concerned, here's the thing with you, with your chart. You have an open or undefined ego center. But you also have part of the money line, which is gate twenty one. Gate twenty one you have that unconscious, which is the treasurer. And you're also um, a, uh, a, man, a projector unicorn. So you have a defined throat. So you need to start calling in stuff literally with your voice. But having gate 21 and anybody who has gate 21 unconscious, it never fails. No matter how many charts I read, how many people I talk to, they always have money blocks. Gate 21 is the gate of the treasurer. It is the... Um, executive assistant it's so many things but that money line is money the money that's the, it's called it's part of the money channel there's other money gates but that is the official money channel in human design gate 45 and gate 21 people who have gate 21 unconscious which is the treasure um warren buffett has gate 21 and i think i don't i forgot if he has it conscious or unconscious i have to look at that but people who have gate 21 unconscious usually have problems with money until they change their mindset and I always tell people who have gate 21 go out and buy all the money management books the money mindset books that you can on budgeting 
because you it's literally a part of you to do that um don't be afraid of it usually when you have an unconscious you're a little bit afraid of it and 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 it's about control and not wanting to be controlled so sometimes you get a little bit like whatever about your money um and being a projector and you knowing that you um you know you can't work a traditional job I always tell projectors until you can work for yourself to go just get a job where you can phone it in. And what I mean by that, where you can make enough money to pay your bills and to thrive, you know, I'm not saying that you can go to Dubai every month with your job, but you have enough to where you can, where you're not drained to follow your passion. So if that's work that just makes you happy if it's work where you're the manager somewhere or the supervisor somewhere, you don't do that much work. That is the best kind of work for you until you actually start living in your dreams and living your passion. So that's my advice to you. So what will help you manifest with money is not being specific about what you're trying to manifest. That's number one. Number two is um, building the life that you're looking for. You're going to have to start with a budget and buy a budgeting book, follow a budgeting philosophy, um, whatever that means to you. There's tons of budgeting books and tons of budgeting philosophies or just money mindset books because it's literally in your chart for you to master money for the community, as they say, or the collective um, because you have that treasure um, gate. But you have to get it, you know, you have to work on your mindset with that. So just keep that in mind. So the next person that we have, person number five, is a manifesting generator. Yay. So this manifesting generator asked, um, why do I have a why do I have such a challenge sustaining relationships, romantic and professional? So it can be several reasons. Um, it can be several reasons why um you have a problem doing this I mean no you know not to hate or anything like that um but and this is you know I'm not saying that this is the problem um but uh, no I don't want to say that that's this is the problem but you know you're Leo and (laughs) I know it's so wrong you're a Leo um and so and I don't remember if this was a man or a woman. Um, Leo, see, you're Leo and you're manifesting generator and you have a defined Ajna. So here's manifesting generators who have defined Ajna sometimes can be a little, I'm not saying that you're a narcissist, but they have narcissistic qualities. And I've done studies on this and a friend of mine who dates a lot of narcissists, this is bad, who's dated a lot of narcissists, she's, she's noticed the pattern, she's noticed the pattern. And I'm not saying that that's the problem. Sustaining relationships um, can be a little challenging for someone with your chart. And I only say that because you have a lot of definition in your chart. So you have a defined Ajna, you have a defined G-center. You have a lot of key things that are defined. And when you have a lot of definition in certain areas about knowing who you are and your concepts, it's going to be very hard to sway you um, 
for thinking different or feeling different about something or a topic. So usually in relationships, especially you being a manifesting generator, manifesting generators, if you listen to my podcast on what HR type needs in love or the top, um, you know, combinations for each aura type, manifesting generators can be a challenge to love. Um, and it's not saying that you are unlovable. It's a challenge for other people because your 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 how am I trying to say this? Your outlook on life is you can sort of not need people. Um, that is the aura that you have in relationships. And then on top of that, you're a Leo. So hello, you really don't feel like you don't need people. So you're a Leo and then you're a manifesting generator and then you have a defined Ajna. That is a bunch of, I can do all things through myself. I don't need anybody. And that's not a bad thing. It's just about you really trying to figure out what you really want out of a relationship um, because you sustaining a relationship romantically is mainly because, I mean, the romance romantically and professionally, it's probably the same. Um, professionally is more because you want to be in charge. You want to be the head of, that's that Leo energy. You want to be the head of things. You want to be the boss, all of that stuff. And then you, you know, throwing your human design, you also have so much um, set in stone things about yourself that's just really hard to sway you. And then when it comes to relationships, you have that on top of you don't really, I don't want to say the manifesting generators don't need anybody because that's a lie. The perception is and the energy that they give off is a very, I don't need you. And so imagine just think about it flipping it on that other side imagine being in a relationship with someone who constantly sort of shows you that either you're doing something wrong or that you're slowing them down or they're not asking your opinions about things they're not including in your life that's what a manifesting generator sort of does sometimes they have this way of emotionally abandoning people um without them knowing it. and it's not that they you know you guys do it on purpose it's just that it happens that way just because of your nature of doing things fast and multitasking. You don't know how to um, make time for the things that matter. You, f- you just brush it off. So your problem in sustaining relationships, it can be some other things too outside of human design, outside of you being a Leo. It can be um, that's what you saw as a child. That can be how your household was. You could have grew up in an environment where relationships weren't important. And then now you're you're an an adult and relationships aren't important to you. So that can be another thing outside of all of these extra tools. So you have to really do some inner work and to see really why relationships are not a priority to you because when someone can't sustain something, it's not a, it's has really nothing to do with all of this stuff. These are just little intricate pieces that, you know, add to the problem. But the reality is, is that you, you know, can't sustain a relationship because somewhere along the line in your childhood or, or, you know, in 
the formative years of you becoming who you are, relationships weren't important to you. Attaching, attaching yourself to other people doesn't really matter. And that's for a reason. So you want to dig deep more into that. Why is that the problem? Not you being really a manifesting generator or a Leo. Yes, that happens because, you know, that comes into play because it's part of your nature. But it's a little bit of part of your nature because there's something in you or in your childhood or what you saw growing, you know, growing up or a heartache that you experienced where sustaining something and putting that much effort into something scares you or bothers you. So I would, I would focus on there and figure, figure that out. Why? Cause that's, you know, besides you being a Leo and a manifesting generator and some of the things that you have going on in your chart, it also has some childhood attachment or some young adult attachment of where a heartache happened to where you're like, Oh fuck this. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sustaining nothing. These people kiss my ass. Um, and so just, you know, figure that out, do some journaling. I don't care if you're a man or a woman, do some journaling. Okay. So that's person number five. Um, person number six is another projector guy. Sorry. I really did not do this on purpose. I literally picked questions and um, I picked questions and then based off how good the questions were. So, but this, some of the, most of these questions kind of apply to everyone. Um, so this person says, I know I'm meant to create and build something, but I haven't been able to discover what it is. What am I meant to be doing or creating? Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, this is why I picked this one. I don't know. Um, and I picked this one probably because often, um, especially in my work of uh, psychic channeling and doing psychic readings and also being a coach and all of that stuff sometimes we look so much outside of ourselves and ask oh what sh what am I meant to be doing I don't I don't know um having a reading with me I could probably tap in and see what you um what some of the themes are happening with you energetically that will match up with what you want um but figuring out what you want is going to come from you living life um, this person is, you know, not that young. Um, let me, that, that's not what I meant to say. Not that they're not that young. This person is young um, because they're only in their, I'm doing the math in my head. Yeah, they're, they're early 30s, like super early 30s. Um, and so figuring what are you meant to do? You have to live life um, and, and kind of let that happen to you again. And this goes for all aura types. I don't care what your aura type is, what your rise and moon and all of that is. You got to let, let you, ha this is, I can't express to you guys. I cannot express to you guys what I've been going through. Um, and one day I'll have a conversation about, I'm, I'm probably going to do that um, with a, a friend who's a numerologist of mine. Um, I'm going through, if you know anything about numerology, I'm in a personal year seven. So I'm going through it. Um, this is probably in, you know, and I'll talk about that. I've talked about growth stages and I am growing. I'm growing. I am growing. <laughs> I am growing. That's all I can say. I'm going, I will probably talk about all of the things that have been happening to me and it's not bad stuff. It's just, and I talked about that, I believe in, um, 
alive or my stories on Instagram. Um, but you know, if, you know, my mentor always says that, you know, just something that she heard, you know, there is death in, I mean, there's, there's mourning and growth and the morning that I'm doing, I never really thought that I would be experiencing what I'm experiencing, um, becoming and transforming into this new individual that I'm transforming into. Um, I'm still not there yet. I'm about my, my 80%, I'm at 80, 85%, um, got 15% to go. Um, but it is been, if someone told me that this was going to happen and I don't want you guys like oh my god what is she going through it's not even I can't even you hear me say I'm doing the work that's all I can say that's really all I can say to you all I am doing the work um and if you are doing your work and you have done the work it is not just about the journaling it is not just about the therapy it is about the facing yourself in the mirror and letting go of someone who you no longer wish to be um wanting to be someone else now I don't want to say wanting to be someone else but you are literally you are literally letting go of a lot of things you're letting go of hurt of pain of things that you found so much comfort in just because that was just a part of your story and you are letting go of that and when you're doing the work, because, you know, people always say, oh, what does doing the work mean? It is different for everybody. But where I'm at doing the work is, it's crazy. And I'm going to talk about this when I get to my year eight. <laughs> so I got five months left um, in this year seven. Um, and I'm going to talk about it probably after this is over. And it's, it's like I said, it's not, I'm not out, you know, I'm not like, I'm not, I can't. I, do, I can't even put my finger on it of what is happening. It is, it's a combination of amazing things, but it's also letting go of things that have essentially hold, held me back or um, made me, you know, just hold myself back. It's a combination of a lot of things. So I say all of that to say is when people say, you know, what should you be doing? What should you be creating? That is something only you will know. That is something that only you can really um, find on your own or let find you. We have to stop letting those things, you know, kind of define us and let them happen to us. Next is person number seven. And person number seven is a projector. <laughs> Projectors just ask good questions. I randomly pick these questions, people. So please don't be mad at me. I randomly just pick the questions. So person number seven says, I'm a projector. And when I first discovered this, I felt like I had unlocked years of questioning what was wrong with me. Well, first of all, nothing was wrong with you at all. Um, regardless if you're a projector or a manifesting general or anything. Um, and my natural sleep sleep habits and patterns I would love to allow myself to follow my natural spurts of energy and subsequent sleep needs but it doesn't always sync up with 
real world and work. Any tips for honoring your aura type while living among society, societal standards and employment requirements? Yeah. So this goes, I, the reason why I picked this, um, cause I didn't know what their aura type was, but, but I picked this mostly for non-sacral energies or for generators who are extremely open or manifesting generators who are extremely open. So what happens is that I'll sometimes read a chart or I'll get an email from a person saying like, yeah, um, my birth time's right. Everything's right. I'm a generator. I don't feel like it. And then I look at their chart and they have like literally two defined um, centers. They have their sacral center defined and like their, their spleen and then everything else is open. Um, so I picked this because we all experience sleep patterns and, you know, energy and all of that. Um, a majority of non-sacral energy types, we suffer the most. That is projectors, manifestors, and reflectors because we don't have defined sacral centers. And so managing your energy takes work, meaning that it takes figuring out what you actually um, can tolerate what you actually can, you know, what are your, you know, energy bursts when they happen throughout the day. Um, I sometimes, when I know I need sleep, I will go to bed at eight o'clock. It sounds early, but then I'll sleep for 12 hours. And then I'll be like, whoo, I needed that. And I'll wake, wake up and be like, whoo, I needed that sleep. And so you really have to figure out your body. Um, you have to figure out what you're eating. Um, I do not, before anybody asks that, don't ever ask me, and I will repeat it. Oh, what do you think about eating right for your aura type? I think that is the dumbest thing, um, only because I'm when it comes to food and eating, I'm strictly science. Um, so I eat right for my blood type. Figure out what your blood type is. You can buy a blood type kit off of Amazon.com and... Amazon will have a, you can do a blood type kit. I, that's how I found out my blood type. Um, because my mom, I think is like a, a A or something like that. Cause I'm the universal blood type. I'm a O negative. So I'm a really, really, really big advocate of the eat right for your blood type books. Buy them, love them, study them. Do I always eat right for my blood type? No. But when I do, I feel 1000% better. Um, when you stick to the things that are really good for you. Also, for my non-sacral centered people, I would try to sleep by yourself if you can. I know that's challenging, but other energy types, um, especially manifestors, and manifesting generators, and generators drain us when we sleep next to them. Um, so I would try and sleep by yourself or if you cannot sleep by yourself, um, go to sleep before your partner. That is probably the best tip. Go to sleep before them. Um, don't go to sleep after them because it's going to be harder for you to fall asleep. So that's some energy management there that you can try and stick to. Um, if you, if you, if you can, if you can. So that is person number seven. Person number eight is a generator. Yay. <laughs> um, we have a generator. This is our last person. We have a generator. Yay. So this generator asks, and I want to end with this one because I think this is good for anybody. Um, but they ask, how do you turn inward for guidance? Ah, 
well, <laughs> coming from my psychic self, um, coming from me, uh, I, I picked this because everyone has intuition. Um, everyone necessarily doesn't have, you know, uh, the level of psychic abilities or mediumship that I would have or someone else who has, but you can develop that. But intuition is innate. Everyone has that and inner turning inward for in inward, um, for guidance, um, is something that everyone should do regardless of their aura type, but it's really about listening, getting quiet, listening to yourself, listening to what feels right. Um, I tell everyone, um, especially my open head people, this particular generator has an open head center to do yourself a favor and carry a notebook. I have notebooks all around. I'm a stationary fanatic. I love stationary. Um, I love stationary. Um, <laughs> I can't even explain to you. I love stationary. But I have journals and notebooks all around my house. We're filled with things, filled with ideas, filled with thoughts. I keep many notebooks in my purse. I keep many notebooks in my car um, because I like to jot things down that come to me when I'm around people in different environments um, on how I feel and what I see, what I sense. And so to, the reason why I bring that up is because looking inward for guidance you have to really know yourself. So um, there are times when I get extremely anxious um, and when, I, when I've gotten extremely anxious where my spirit has warned me about things, it's a certain type of level, level of anxiety or feeling that I feel in my body that I can't explain to anybody else. But because this particular feeling has come at the forefront of um, major events in my life, I know what that feels like. So I know that that is a caution, um, you know, turning points where I was, you know, a week out from joining a sorority that I had been wanting to join for years. And I had this feeling and then something said, do not do it. And it was like a big thing amongst my friends. Um, and a week later, my grandmother died. Like th there's just, so I have these kind of premonitions, um, for my own thing or you know um, my uncle recently passed one of my uncles and um same thing uh happened um I had a kind of premonition um where I had a vision of him um and he he came and saw me and and next day I found out that he had passed. so it was, it's a so for me it's a little bit different <laughs> it's a little bit different um but for everyone else um, how do you turn inward for guidance? It's really about clarity, being honest with yourself, knowing what you want um, and knowing what that looks like for you. You know what doesn't feel right. Um, we ignore so much. I can't even explain how much we ignore, um, especially me being who I am. I can pinpoint certain times especially when it comes to relationships or with people with jobs when I knew at that moment like oh yeah it's over at this moment and you know I still stayed in the relationship for a couple of months after or at certain jobs where I was like oh this is not gonna work out like I knew the day the minute and then you know a couple of months later I either left or I was let go like so <laughs> it's 
we we don't we're not honest with ourselves we try to ignore things so i would say turning inward for guidance is really about you listening to yourself and this is for all aura types whatever you are everybody listen to yourself be honest with yourself um figure out what you really love what you really don't love um you we could solve our own problems in a way um but if it's something that's recurring of course hire a coach um like myself or go to therapy um to really you know break down those things but that's my advice for um you know for looking inward for guidance so I hope you enjoyed this This is one of my longer podcasts oh my gosh like I I feel so bad because you know me I always like tell you guys listen I don't want you guys to be listening for all this time and get bored or just be like oh child that was just a long (laughs) podcast but um I'm gonna do I have way more I don't say way more I have a lot more questions to go through some of the questions were repetitive um, but some of the questions I thought could help all aura types. So that's why I picked these. And then the other ones that I'll pick, same thing. Um, I'm, it's, it's not going to be part two, the next episode, the next episode, I'm going to be talking about something else. Um, but I just wanted to talk about this, but if you want to get a chart reading from me, definitely reach out to me or go to my website to the work with me section, um, who you are in human design I offer two types of reading. One is a 30 minute recording and one is a 90 minute session with me where we go over your whole chart but what we really do what I love those sessions is that we create a game plan for where you are in your life right now to help you move forward and amplify your aura type and just amplify yourself in general so it's like half coaching half um it's 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 great um everybody loves them everybody loves the 30 minute recordings too so I always get um tons of like oh my god how did you know that I'm like I'm psychic hello um and I see your chart (laughs) so um yeah and then if you wanted to do coaching or anything like that definitely reach out um I have programs that I don't advertise um I'm redoing my website y'all um hopefully that'll be done before the end of the year um where everything will be all up and popping all of that stuff but um I will be answering the rest of the help my aura questions I'm probably in I probably it probably will take me another two podcasts since this is like an hour almost an hour but I hope you enjoyed this um make sure if you want to attend the Sunday session you know it's at 1 30 eastern standard time on the IG live um on the instagrams um and you can you know come on in and get a word and get some answers to some questions that you have about the topics I really love the Sunday session so that's fun for me and we have a good time it's a nice little Sunday little thing going on um so if you want to attend that definitely do that and I'm going to reach my podcast goal of the year. When you find out the number, I'm going to explain everything <laughs> to you guys. But I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And, you know, um, whatever you listen to this, making sh- make sure you have a great day filled with good vibes and great energy. And remember, don't let anybody fuck with you. All right. So bye bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at AC Brown and also check out my website for products and services at www.acbrown.com. And until we meet again, make sure you have a great week filled with good vibes and good energy.